This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian Perspective on the News. Now, Dr. Peter Hammond is the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society African Christian Action, and William Carey Bible Institute. Dr. Hammond, good morning and welcome to K-Pulpit. Good morning. And this coming week, the 18th of May, will be Ascension Day. And so many people are asking, why is so much going wrong in our society? Why is there so much corruption and crime and violence? in society and so much immorality at every level of society and business and government and even in the church. Well, the answer is these are the inevitable consequences of the spirit of our age. We're living in an age of apostasy, an age of antinomianism, where God's moral law is rejected. This inevitably leads to lawlessness, where every man does what is right in his own eyes, as Judges says. We're living in an age of egalitarianism where authority is rejected and there's lack of respect for elders. And this has produced a self-centered, entitled, selfish society. And then there's the doctrine of evolutionism with its denial of the creator. And therefore, it's denial of accountability to Almighty God. You came from nothing. You're going nowhere. Life is meaningless. Well, the end result of that is it erodes the very foundations of Christian civilization. All ideas have consequences. And foundational truths are being ignored and vital pillars of Christian civilization have been eroded. So what we're seeing today are the inevitable outworkings of false doctrines being introduced, tolerated, accepted, and then celebrated. One of the problems of our age is the separating of salvation from the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It is the Lord Jesus Christ alone who can save. You cannot accept Jesus as your Savior without submitting to him as Lord. There's one Lord, Jesus Christ. He is the only Savior there is. Those who preach a cheap grace and an easy believism betray an inadequate understanding of the problem of sin. And they do not seem to understand the nature of God or Christ's mission on earth and our purpose and our calling as Christians. Think of Exodus. It would not have been sufficient for Moses to proclaim to the Hebrews who were slaves in Egypt that they should accept that in Yahweh they have perfect freedom whilst leaving them in bondage and under the whip of slavery in Egypt. Anything less than deliverance from Egypt, freedom from the bondage of slavery, would have been inadequate. God's eternal purposes required the people of Israel to survive the Passover, leave Egypt, cross through the Red Sea, and be established as a free people in promised land. Sin is serious, and we are all too far to tolerance of sin. Yet sin is more defiling than dirt, it's more dangerous than unexploded bomb. It's more life-threatening than any deadly virus, and it's more insidious than any disease. We should seek the Lord while he can be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he'll have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my ways are not your ways, says the Lord, nor are my thoughts your thoughts. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts and your thoughts. That is the word of God in Isaiah 55. We're seeing catastrophic consequences for compromise and cowardice. Everywhere you can see the outworkings of the classic tactics of corrupt and conquer and confuse, divide and conquer. All too many have been deceived, distracted, divided and disarmed. There are those who are openly advocating the destruction of Christian civilization 
marriage as we know it, and the family which is the basic building block of society. There's a war on children, there's a war on women, there's a war on men, there's a war on every aspect of God's creation. Yet in the face of these disastrous developments, the response of all too many leaders has been compromise and cowardice. But Ascension Day points us to the solutions to all these problems. The Ascension Day deals with authority. 1 Peter 3.22 says, Christ has gone into heaven. He is at the right hand of God the Father. Angels and authorities and powers have been made subject to him. Now, it's not sufficient to uh, stop at Christmas. Christmas is a very important uh, part of the Christian calendar. It celebrates the greatest gift of all, the advent of our Lord Jesus Christ, the incarnation. It's very important. But while many people prefer to think of Jesus as the babe in the manger, he's far more than that. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And he shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Now many like the idea of a child is born. That's quite cute. But they'd like to stop there and edit out the government shall be upon his shoulder. Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Of the increase of his governments and peace, there'll be no end. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. That seems too intimidating, too intrusive. It has implications for every area of life. We like a God of love and mercy who answers our prayers and provides our needs. However, we're not too comfortable with a holy God who sees everything, even the thoughts of our hearts, a God who is also the eternal judge before whom we must give an account. We live in a society where God's government is decapitalized, a man's civil government is capitalized. Many people will put a small g for gospel and a small s for savior, but a capital S for state and a capital G for government when referring to civil government. We should only speak of the government, capital G, when we're referring to God. The government shall be upon his shoulders. He is the one that determines whether you live and when you die. God is the one who governs the universe. He determines the seasons. God alone is all-knowing, everywhere present and all-powerful. And the ascension proclaims the authority of Christ. All human authority is limited. All human authority is delegated by God. All human authority is answerable to God. We will all have to bow before Christ and give an account of our lives and every word ever spoken on the last dreadful day of judgment. We all have an appointment. There's an appointment not one of us will be able to miss or even be late for. It is appointed unto man once to die and after this to face judgment. Now, it's important to celebrate Good Friday, remembering the atonement of our Lord Jesus Christ, but he is not still on the cross. We don't have a crucifix, we have an empty cross, because Christ is no longer on the cross. He's risen. He has ascended. He is reigning on high. Uh, he is coming again to judge the living and the dead. Resurrection Sunday is the most joyous celebration of the Christian calendar in the year, but we need to go beyond that to Ascension Day. The Ascension proclaims the authority of Christ. It is the vindication of Christ. It is the victory of Christ being proclaimed. All the founders of religions are dead. You can visit the graves of Buddha and Confucius and Marx and Lenin. But in Jerusalem, there is an empty tomb. He is not here. He is risen. He is raised by justification. It's absolutely vital that a Christian calendar includes Ascension Day and Pentecost Sunday. That's what's often missing. Forty days after Resurrection Sunday, we celebrate the ascension of Christ into heaven. He is alive forevermore. He is exalted. He is enthroned at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. He is above every other name, every other authority in heaven and earth. Jesus Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We have an advocate in heaven. He hears our prayers. He will crush all his enemies. He will come again. 
Therefore, we are commanded to make disciples of all nations, teaching obedience to all things that the Lord has commanded. Now, it's significant and sad that many governments have seen fit to abolish the long-established Ascension Day as a public holiday, because Ascension Day deals with authority. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto Christ. Therefore, he commands us to go and make disciples of all nations, teaching them to obey everything he has commanded. The Ascension proclaims the Lordship of Christ over all areas of life. Jesus Christ has all authority. He is Lord over the world of business and sports and entertainment and government. He is Lord over schools and shops and cinemas, factories, hospitals, law courts and parliaments. There is no area of life outside of his authority. Every doctor, every teacher, every policeman, every businessman, every parliamentarian and factory worker, every farmer, mother, father, magistrate, Supreme Court judge will have to individually stand before Almighty God in the Day of Judgment to give an account. The Ascension proclaims the vindication and victory of Christ. No doubt the High Priest Caiaphas and King Herod and the Roman Governor Pontius Pilate thought they were very important people. Yet these religious and political leaders are only remembered today because they arrogantly dismissed and unjustly condemned Jesus Christ. They did not recognize they were condemning to death the Creator, the Giver of Life, the Eternal Judge, before whom each one of them must stand. You have ascended in high, you have led captivity captive. And so it's so important to return to observing Ascension Day as an important day in our life and our faith and to proclaim it to the societies. Now, we are joining with many other ministers around the country and organizing outreaches on Ascension Day. Next Thursday, the 18th of May in Cape Town, we're planning together at Bertencrucht Street, uh, outside the entrance to the waterfront in the Cape Town International Conference Center, to lift Jesus higher, to lift up the banners of Christ to proclaim that Jesus is Lord and he's King of Kings and Lord of Lords and distribute gospel literature. We need to reclaim Ascension Day as an important day of our calendar and to proclaim the Lordship of Christ over all areas of life. And it's so important to proclaim the fact we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. But he was in all points, tempted as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us come boldly before the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace in times of need. We have an advocate in heaven. He hears our prayers. He ever lives to make intercession for us. He will come again. He will crush all his enemies. Therefore, we should not fear governments or popes or councils. We must not bow before idols, nor may we compromise the essential principles of our faith. If anyone wants to learn more about the outreaches planned for next Thursday or to take part in it, they can phone 021-689-4480 or email us at info at christianaction.org.za. And uh, let's celebrate Ascension Day, Ascension Day services, or at least the closest Sunday to Ascension Day as an Ascension Sunday to proclaim this vital pillar of our Christian faith. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.